Hello, Gridwisers. Welcome back. On today's episode, we got a lot of juicy things to talk about. One being, we have the full 2019 earnings data available and crunched. So we're going to go through just how much Uber drivers made in 2019, the full year, all the trends, all the juicy details that you requested coming up first. Second, we're going to be talking about new Uber earnings changes and updates to California drivers. And third, what are unicorn rides? Something fun. Uh, I'm going to share some of my stories, some of my best rides. Brandon's going to share a little bit of his perspective as being a, a unicorn passenger. And let's get right into it. Welcome back to another rendition of this episode 13 podcast with Jay and Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well. Ready to get into it. How are you doing? Pretty good myself. I'm all hopped up on caffeine. Cool. Sounds like it. Maybe maybe not just caffeine. I don't know. What, but uh, let's what? not worry about that. Let's get into the, the data. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, <laughs> Talk bro? about that later and get into the data here. Let's get into how the much, data. How much were rideshare drivers making in 2019? How much? Um, so, so we actually so we published a report. It's on our website. We'll link it down below when we uh, when we publish this, um, in, in the description box. Um, but uh, we published this this info information and um, drivers in all markets. Of course, we're kind of making um, a different amount of money. But um, from a uh, hourly hourly standpoint um, across the nation, um, driver earnings actually peaked um, per month. Driver earnings actually peaked at 1964. Um, per hour um, in March, then they actually decreased. They actually continuously decreased until August to about fifteen fifteen sixty five per Ooh. hour. So a significant decrease yeah. from March to August, and then they take back to um, sixteen ninety two um, in December. So we ended up having a year a yearly average across the nation of seventeen twenty one per hour. So and is that before or after expenses? That is before expenses. Ooh. That's before expenses after TNC takes their cut. Oh my goodness, Brandon. Now, the trends that we're seeing with increases and decreases, are there any insights on this? Like, why are we seeing these I mean, dips? It's a little bit, it's very difficult to isolate exactly what's going on. I mean, one thing that there's a couple of big things that I think are happening kind of in this period. One of them being just kids are getting out of school. Mm. Um, so we know for lots of cities, especially the, the bigger cities where we're getting data from kids get out of school, overall demand decreases. So mm -hmm. we could be seeing a decrease in just, just overall demand could be seeing a decrease in, 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 in surges and things like that, that are dropping. Um, also quests and bonuses, things like that, that are dropping your overall um, mm -hmm. pay. Also, sometime in the spring to early summer, depending on your market, they did introduce the new surge, right? So a lot of that decrease, uh, everyone knows that that new surge just decreases your earnings pretty much across the market. Sure um, so it could be seeing, you could be seeing also a decrease in, um, in earnings based on the surge, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that, so that could be happening. It's hard to isolate and understand exactly what is happening. It's also in the summertime, people are more likely to walk. So again, demand is going to decrease. So it's hard to, it's hard to unpack exactly what happened, but you know, we can, you definitely see that dip in the summer, in the summertime and everyone's overall, overall earnings. 
I can let you know from personal experience in this market, my market that I drive in, it sure as hell dies down in the summertime when the kids are gone. We have three major universities and colleges, four, no, five, here in the city of Pittsburgh. And when them kids are gone, ain't nothing going on. No surge, no yep. nothing. So that makes sense yep. to me. I'm also yep. curious as to why rideshare earnings jumps back up around this time right now. We are middle of January, approaching February into March. The data shows last year that it significantly jumps up in these months into March. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, I think it's cold. Like, like again, like it, it's cold. Kids are back in school. It's cold. No we don't want to walk nearly mm-hmm. as much. I'm in Chicago, and mm-hmm. and if I if I wanted to to if I wanted to go a half a mile or maybe half a mile, but if I wanted to go a mile away, and I'm Fuck calling an Uber. Like mm. I'm not. Like, I'm not gonna like try to walk it in. In you know the Chicago weather. You can. We can take a look at kind of market my market. Like how that goes to be, to maybe understand a little bit better about whether whether it whether or not weather is a big is a big effect. So if we were in if we were in Atlanta, for instance, or even oh. you know Tampa Bay or Miami or something like that, uh, we would expect that to be a little bit more flat if the fact that people are just walking is um a big factor but we just don't know we just know, don't know about that quite yet so takeaways from this if you're watching this and listening to this right now and you're a full-time driver or part-time even best times to earn money across the board on average it's going to be this month into march so the yeah. month of mid-january into all of february and all of march and then rise yeah. earnings decreases significantly even more on average so Again, this is just averages, but it'll definitely help you formulate your strategy if you have one. And if you don't, you should make one. Yeah, it's definitely this time. This time is big. We we have one more data point that we showed of the your hourly earnings per trip, and we you saw a little bit of a decrease after after March, and you know when the kids are out of school and things like that. There was a little bit of a decrease, but it wasn't nearly as drastic of a change as your overall per hour earnings. So again, that kind of leads me to believe that a big part of that could have been just the fact that there are, um, there are just, there's just less demand. So you're not so much getting paid less, but you are getting paid a little bit less per ride. Um, but you could also just be getting less, right. be getting less rides. And I would like to so. also point out in this data set, link in the, in the description below. And I'll also put it in the comment section below, make sure you look at it to, to dive in, to more detail, this varies. This actually varies dramatically between cities. Now that makes sense. Every city is different, yep. right? Of course. Pittsburgh, our oh. home base, is actually one of the highest earning cities in terms of per hour and per mile. Per hour, I believe, is over eighteen, and per mile is over one dollar. And in some markets, such as mm, Houston, Texas, the per mile is like under seventy cents per mile on average earnings. Which, if you factor in what we think is the total rideshare cost of driving, that's thirty cents a mile. On average, doing rideshare, factoring all of the costs, including vehicle depreciation, will cost you in the end thirty cents per every driving mile. So if you're only making yep. seventy cents a mile, subtract thirty from that. Now your true earnings are only forty cents a mile. So keep that in mind, drivers. Make sure you look. And check out our blog post where we publish these earnings data for your specific city to get a better data advantage. Yeah, interesting insights. So mm-hmm. check it out. Up next, Uber changed the rules of the game again. Now, 
This is a direct response to the new laws, and they, they made it as clear as day. They said the reason why we're doing these changes um, is be in response to the new state labor laws, AB5. So they want to make sure that there's no confusion. They don't want to be. They don't want drivers being classified as employees. And part of that is rolling back all the BS changes that they made in the past year and in the years before that. Drivers are now in California are afforded end destination. They're afforded estimated earnings up front. They're rolling back surge now. Surge is not is no longer sticky flat surge for everybody. No longer is this Robin Hood for the masses. Now we're going back to the old multiplier surge where you, you, if you pick up the passenger, you make all of the earnings. Now, I think the key to this is because, because of this whole employee independent contractor business, if they, right. if they divvy up the earnings of surge on a flat sticky surge and they influence how you pick up trips, hey, come on, are you an employee now? Sort of. Like you're not really independent at that point. If they roll mm -hmm. back to the original multiplier surge, that eliminates at least that little that little aspect uh, of, of the game. Also, um, in addition to this change, you will be, this affects pool as well. Pool trips are now all up front. You, you know exactly how much you're making per trip. And also, changes in quests and promotions. No longer are you earning a flat amount bonus added to your, your account after you finish your quests. Now, once you finish your quests, you have a reduced service fee for your next X amount of trips. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a huge gripe with this because before you would complete your quest and earn your money. Now you complete your quest, you still have to drive more to make more, if that makes sense. So they're, they're saying you should see service decreases, service fee decreases to as low as 1%. And also, another huge change when we're talking about service fees, Uber is rolling back and cutting the service fee that they charge to 25%. There will be no more platform fee, as I read, and the entire cost will be a quarter, 25% max of whatever the rider pays. And 75% mm -hmm. of the earnings that, that was paid to the rider will go to you. Again, this is the big win for drivers, but I, I say that with a grain of salt because this should have been the way it was in, from the get-go, from the start. This should have never deviated from this correct path. Well, it was it was the way that it that that is how it was in the start. Well, for the for the most part, I mean, a lot of the stuff is just rolling back some yeah. things that they that they implemented. Um, like, like you said, just like in response to AB five, just making sure that hey, you know, we don't control these drivers. That's like the that's like the big thing that they want to make sure here. Um, so it is it is rolling back a lot of the things that that they would have uh, that the drivers did have. This is a California thing, but I think again, like it's important important to look at that for this from a national lens because if if drivers kind of force, um, you know, their their legal, um, you know, their their lawmakers to to bring forth an AB five type bill in their state, Uber is going to do this stuff as well because again, like the, they they're not trying to have drivers be employees. A lot of drivers aren't trying to be employees. But listen, this is leverage right here, and you can see right here what that leverage can do for drivers. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and again, I just want to remind everybody that's watching: the changes here are purely in response to these, these new laws, the new legislation passing. It has nothing to do with keeping drivers happy and, and making you more money. This is purely. This is, a response. They, I mean, they they said that it had something to do with keeping drivers happy, but I mean, in their blog posts about this they say clearly this isn't Clear. you know us kind of thinking oh this is what this is uber is doing this is exactly what they said 
Um, so this is one of their responses to AB5. They're also suing, suing the state of California. They also have their own legislation that's going to be hopefully, well, they want it to be on the ballot in November 2020. They're doing a couple of different things because they know they cannot have drivers be employees. So they're doing everything they can. If you are in another state, do everything you can to get in front of your lawmakers. Say, hey, push something AB5, AB5 type so that, you know, we can start to get the, this more fair treatment from Uber, from Lyft. Mm-hmm. Next topic, unicorn rides. Now, those of you driving out there, what unicorn do you rides. consider are unicorn passengers and riders? Well, I'll let you know what I consider to be unicorn passengers here are my categories of things that you must satisfy to be classified as a unicorn. You're on time to the pickup. Means if I drive up to your location, not only is it accurate, you're waiting there at the curb. I don't have to call you. I don't have to wait. No more than just pulling up and having you open the door again in the car. Number two, you tip. You tip in the app or you tip in cash. <laughs> You think it's Do better to tip in the app or Do tip I? in cash? Like what is cash what is better? Um, just because it's on hand, uh, but any app is fine as well. Also, third stipulation: you're a long trip and you don't mind paying into the surge. Those are my unicorn riders. Now, I am being a little bit joking here. What I really consider as unicorn drivers, obviously, those money making and you know respect things are, you know, respect for my time are important. But as long as you're in my car at a reasonable pickup time. I don't have to wait too long. I don't mind waiting like a couple minutes. You're mm. polite to me. Uh, you don't even have to tip. My unicorn riders are the ones who respect my property, respect my car, which means you're not doing funky stuff in my car. You're not eating. You're not slapping my seats. You're not tugging at my seatbelts in the back. No hanky-panky, right? No hanky panky, okay. <laughs> you respect my property and you respect me, and that's it. That's all I ask. I feel like part. your your criteria for a unicorn is is more isn't that stringent. Like, there's probably no. a lot of I'm sure you get a lot of rides that are people that are just like not fucking up your car and show up on time. Honestly, most most riders that I've had the experience with you're very you're very easy to please. I'd be interested to hear like what people have to say I about what unicorn rider. What but you, yeah. yours are very yeah. like they're pretty. Just be pretty chill. Pretty chill. <laughs> you know, I, I I honestly as long as long as it's not too much of a hassle for me to like get you to point A to point B, I am happy as a lark. I'll give you a five star. And yeah, it's not what would what would you what would have to happen for you to give them uh, a one star? Oh, okay. Bad. Oh, let me tell you a story of what happened to me two weeks ago, Brandon. And those of you watching this, Uber drivers, listen up. Driver story time. I story time with Jenda. Called an Uber. I get my driver. I'm very polite. By the way, we we pay we tip um, a lot on 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 our whenever we do a ride because you know we work in the industry and in the space and we are out there. It's also not our money. So true. So it's letting it fly. Letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this guy, this guy did three things that were very serious safety things. He drove on the wrong side of the road at one point on like a nice, I want to say it's a highway, but it's a big boulevard. So there were uncommon cars and I had to, I had to, I had to physically look at him and go, sir, please like, no, 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 you're, you're in the wrong lane. And then he goes, Oh, oh, 
we just avoided a head-on collision. I'm like, good. That would be awful. And not, not, not two seconds later, two minutes later, we roll up to my destination at an apartment complex. And he's going so fast that when he turns into the apartment complex driveway, he cranks that curb. He cranks it so hard that I thought his wheel flew off. <laughs> and you know what, guys? Even then, I didn't give him a one star. What did you give him? Three stars. Three. One for each would... safety violation, Doc. Because, dude, it takes a lot for me to get a one star. So the question you asked was, what would I have to experience to give someone one star? I don't even know the, the answer to that. Because I'm pretty sure anybody else would have given this dude a one star, reported him as a safety violation to Uber, but not I. Yeah, I I I feel like when I was when I was younger and I didn't understand, I didn't know the industry as well. I was more flippant about. I wouldn't really like giving out one stars, but what? I would give a three. I would give a three and a four every once in a while. Branded. But I mean, as a I, I know I was a dick as a passenger. <laughs> You don't like know like like that that three star kind of kind of fucks you like that three star is is gonna like have an effect and as a passenger like you just don't you just don't understand that and like Uber should do a little bit of a better job of saying like mm, you should really think about even it, even before you give a four star you should really think like hey is it is that really yeah they should only have three three ratings either good uh, bad or mediocre or terrible. Because that's, that's what we rate them on, anyways. If we're passengers, we do either it's good trip yeah. or bad trip. Yeah, five star. That's actually star. a pretty good idea. I would have like now. I would have for to, to rate a driver a one. You'd have to like. I even had a driver get into an accident, and I still gave him. I still gave him a five a, a five star. It wasn't really. It wasn't really his fault. I mean, legally speaking, I think he probably would have been his fault, but it wasn't really his fault. Yeah. But like, you'd have to like really be just a complete dick or something like that and take me to like the wrong spot and literally be none of my fault right it it would yeah i agree it's nothing to do with your like anything else but your 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 behavior the way you treat your passenger like if you treat me awfully i'm probably gonna give you a two star but like that almost like never i mean sometimes drivers like are um it's passengers like sometimes sometimes like a little bit like have a little bit of an attitude or something like that but then it's just like all right we're not gonna have a we're not gonna talk listen everyone has a bad day and the like the thing is like as an uber driver you having a bad day you could potentially have a bad day in front of someone if you get a four star you are being punished so much for like your one bad day and people don't necessarily understand like that how big of an effect that can have on um, a driver's ratings, which has a huge effect on everything, right? So, yeah. So, unicorn, your passenger. What don't about, be, don't be a what dish. about you? What about you? What would you consider? Okay, how would you be a unicorn rider? How would you, if you, you were to try to attain the status of unicorn, Brandon? What would you do? I from from uh, just walk me through. Maybe the I drive. If I if I drive the, I'll get out and drive them. To my destination, and then, <laughs> and then tip them. That would be nice. oh, come on, let's be real here. You, you, That'd be, be nice. Are you usually late for pickups? I so generally speaking, I am. I am mm, on time for pickups. Guys. Lately, I've had a couple of times lately where I've been like, I've been, I've been a little bit late, but I don't. I never make people wait more than like maybe maybe two minutes max, and I'm always like, 
be right there or whatever. Oh like my, Brandon! What's your what's your what's your passenger rating? Ah, see, this is a. Uh, I wish I wish they had ratings that segmented by like the last year or the last two years versus like four years ago because I'm like at a four point eight five right now. That's average. Yeah, it was super low. It was like like it was like maybe like three years ago. It was like a four five. Like it was oh, low. I I don't know what I was doing, but uh, did you did you notice that you, it was hard to get like Uber rides at that point? Um, honestly, remember, like I might have, I might have noticed that, but I don't honestly remember. Uh, interesting. Well, guys, let us know in the comment section what you think are Uber passenger, Uber unicorn rides, uh, passenger unicorns, and let us know just anything about your best trips, your worst trips. And let me know also if you think it was justified that I gave my driver a three star being a driver myself. Um, was I a little too too harsh? Again, he almost got us in a head-on collision and also cranked into the sidewalk. Uh, it, keep in mind, it wasn't like a, a flush to the high, like road sidewalk. I'm talking like this thing was, the concrete slab of the sidewalk was at least half a foot raised. Yoinked it. Let me know. Guys, that's it. See you later on the next episode. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share, all the good stuff.